Megillah, Perek Aleph, Mishnah, He. So in the previous Mishnah, we, we ended with the teaching, There's no difference between the first Adah and the second Adah. So this Mishnah and the rest of the Mishnah on this Perek will also continue in the same vein of comparing two things in the main in the mode of there is no difference. So Ein Ben Yom Tov Shabbat. There's no difference between Yom Tov and Shabbat. Ela Ochel Nefesh Bilvad. Except with regards to food preparation. So Melachah is prohibited on is permitted on Yom Tov for the sake of preparing food, but not on Shabbat. En Ben Shabbat Yom Kippurim. There's no difference between Shabbat and Yom Kippur. Ela Shezeh Zedona Bide Adam. Except that deliberate desecration of Shabbat is punished by a court of people. Whereas, whilst the deliberate desecration of the other, Yom Kippur, is punished, punished with karet, which is imposed by the court of heaven. Mishnah Vav. This Mishnah deals with a neder, a vow. A neder is a statement through which a person forbids the use or benefits of an item to himself or to others. So a person can prohibit prohibit their own property to themselves or to others. They can also forbid another person's property to themselves, but cannot forbid another person's property to its owner or to anyone else besides themselves. So let's have an example. For example, one says, this loaf of bread is forbidden to me, or my loaf of bread is forbidden to Ruven. Such a statement is effective under biblical law, meaning that the person to whom the nether applies becomes biblically forbidden to use or benefits from the stated item. Depending on the wording, a nether can prohibit only a certain type of benefit. Our Mishnah defines the difference between a nether that prohibits all types of benefits and one that prohibits only benefits related to food. So M Ben Hamudar Hana'a Mechavero Lamudar Mimenu Ma'achal. There's no difference between someone who's prohibited by a neder to receive any benefits. Okay, so the person who made the neder does not specify any particular type of benefits, so including all forms of benefits. From a person. So either they prohibited another person's property to themselves or the owner of the property had prohibited to him. And someone who's prohibited by a neder to receive only food-related benefit from another person. Okay, so in this case, the person who made the neder said that he's prohibiting benefit that leads to food. So, quickly, one more time, there's no difference between one who, someone who's prohibited by a neder to receive any benefit whatsoever from another person, and someone who's prohibited by a neder to receive only food-related benefit from another person. Except that one who's forbidden to receive food-related benefit is allowed to set foot on the other's land and use any of the utensils that are not used to prepare food, while one who is forbidden to receive any benefit may not engage even in these activities. A person who is forbidden to derive food-related benefit from another may not draw any benefit from that person's property that can help him to make or buy food. This includes all benefit that has monetary value, because by gaining such a benefit for free, he saves the money that they would otherwise have paid for it, and cannot use that money to buy food. For example, you know, if the uh, if the if, you know they save twenty pounds or twenty dollars um, from some other benefit, that's twenty pounds that can go to their weekly shop. The only benefits permitted to this person are those that do not have a monetary value, such as walking on the person's land, because you do not usually have to pay for to walk for such a benefit, and using utensils that are not used in food preparation, if they're not usually rented out, and so one would not pay for them in any event. So as in, you know, you can borrow that utensil that, you know, would not have cost any money. However, a person who is prohibited from by another to derive any benefit from another may not engage even these activities. These two activities then represent the difference between a nether that forbids only food-related benefits and one that forbids any benefits. So now we're going to turn to a different type of nether. There are two main methods by which a person can obligate themselves to bring a sacrificial offering. A. They say, 
I obligate myself to bring an offering, in which case they commit themselves to designate an animal later and then bring it to the Beth HaMikdash. The offering brought to fulfill this type of promise is called a neder, plural nedarim, or B, they indicate a particular animal says, you know, this is an offering. With this very statement, they designate the specific animal that they intend to offer. All that remains for them to do is to bring it to the Beth HaMikdash. This type of offering is called a nedava, plural nedavot. So the Mishnah states a practical difference between nedarim and nedavot. En ben nedarim lindavot. There is no difference between nedarim and nedavot. Okay, so a person who promises to bring an offering must bring it within a certain time limit. Okay, so there's no difference. El asher hanedarim chayav ba'achriyotan. Except that one is responsible for nedarim, which means if they cannot bring the animal that was eventually designated, so it was died or stolen, they need to bring another one in its place. Unedavot enu chayav ba'achriyotan. But they are not responsible for nedavot which means that if they cannot bring the designated animal, they do not need to replace it. So a nether is an offering that one brings to fulfill the promise, I obligate myself to bring an offering. Since they impose the obligation upon, upon themselves, if they cannot bring the first offering that was designated, they remain personally obligated until they bring another one. In the case of a nether, by contrast, they never undertook a personal obligation, they merely designated an animal, this is an offering, therefore if they cannot bring that animal, they do not need to bring another one. Have a great day.